Hey guys, how's everybody doing on the random hour? I uh, hope everybody's doing good. The episode this month is actually an episode over on more sports that I did on um, my first Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. I've been recently getting into Yu-Gi-Oh and while well, I recorded the episode that came out in October, Kyle called and asked me, like, hey, can you put it here on the random hour for everybody to enjoy since that's kind of one of the things we talk about and it's random. So hey, sit back and enjoy. And if you haven't heard about the more sports podcast, check it out, man. Uh, hope you guys enjoy and have a wonderful day. Hi, how's everybody doing today? And welcome to the October episode of More Sports. And and uh, happy early Halloween because, you know, this comes out the first day of every month. And, uh, well, if you've seen today's entitled episode, My Scary Story. So I wanted to talk about a scary experience I've had. And other than that, this scare, scary experience is in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! I decided, you know, I decided last weekend to enter in a local Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament. Boy, that was the most scariest experience of my, well, I say scary, I'm being, I'm being overdramatic, but boy, that was not a fun time. So a little background, you know, I'm, I was a little kid when Yu-Gi-Oh! was big, I was I was into the OG Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh GX. You know, I actually collected the cards all the way up to Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds, okay? And, you know, I've stopped playing after 2011. I was just like, ah, Yu-Gi-Oh's for kids or whatever, so I got over it, right? Well, now that I'm a 20-something-year-old adult and I make adult money now, it's just like, you know what? Let's get back into it for, for laughs, right? Because now in the town that I live in, there's... A local card shop that holds tournaments. I'm like, well, haven't played since 2011. How bad can it be? Boy, was I wrong. Like I said, I stopped. My knowledge of Yu-Gi-Oh stopped after Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds, which if anybody out there is a fan, is, you know, that was the era of Tuner Monsters. And for people that are not a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, let me explain it to you. You have old school Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, monster, traps, spells, the whole shebang. Pretty simple. Old school Yu-Gi-Oh is pretty good. Then you get on to the spinoff series, Yu-Gi-Oh GX. Again, none too crazy changes, you know, none too crazy changes, but this time they focus more on fusion monsters, which fusion monsters were in OG Yu-Gi-Oh, but not as much. But Yu-Gi-Oh GX focuses on fusion monsters, which a fusion monster is where you have two of the same you have two monsters, and you have to have polymerization or certain spell cards to turn them into one monster. That's a purple card. If uh, anybody that's not a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan, they start Googling it. A Yu-Gi-Oh fusion monster card is the purple card. Alright, that's simple. So I got into those. And then Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds. 5Ds, they were actually big on motorsporting. That's where they had the dual cycles, air quote, and they used to race around in cars. Because, you know, this is 2009, 2010... 2011 and maybe Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds ran into the back of 2012. I can't remember, but, you know, fast cars and all that. And they focused on tuner monsters. Tuner monsters were where you had to have a certain level card or a certain card that was a tuner monster and then you had to summon it with these other cards. It could be plant-based, mechanical, warrior, you know, Whatever type, as long as you had a Tuner Monster card in your deck. Okay? 
And that's how you'd activate tuner monsters, which are the white cards. They're a white card. Alright, so great. That's as far as I got. You know, the basics. Got the basic classic rules, fusion down, and tuners. Well, that's when I learned about Zexels, which I'm not a complete. I wasn't completely blind. I had last year I had bought the and to get a better understanding of how the games change, I bought Yu-Gi-Oh! Legend of Duelist from Nintendo Switch for about 20 bucks. Great classic old school Yu-Gi-Oh! game. Uh, could be better, but I, I enjoy it. Another good, decent game. Uh, so I wasn't out of the loop completely. I understood uh, Xyz Monsters, and then there was Yu-Gi-Oh! Brain. God, no, Pendulum Monsters. I'm sorry, I forgot about Pendulum Monsters. That's where I had to learn the concepts of Xeno Monsters, Pendulum Summings, and then Vrain. Oh my gosh. Pendulum and Vrain Monsters. Whoo! Boy. You want to talk about how the games change from just those three series alone, let me tell you. And since I'm already on that rabbit hole, an XZ Monster is the black cards. And how they work is, how they work is basically where it's kind of similar to tuner monsters you need a certain level but they it's just like tuner monsters you need a certain amount of cards but you need a certain amount of star levels okay so an example one card that i have in the video game that i use a lot i use utopia well utopia he just needs two two level four star monsters which star level if you have a Yu-Gi-Oh card in your hand this is for the people at home that are not familiar with Yu-Gi-Oh. they're listening on this episode uh if you look at a Yu-Gi-Oh card there's these stars on it. That's their star level. So to do a synchro summon, not a synchro summon, and uh, XZ summoning, you need to have two of the same level card. And of course, you know, more powerful monsters require more certain levels. Like I know there's some that are like you need two level five monsters, some you need like two level four warrior monsters, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that's the basic summoning of XZ's monsters, all right? So again, not too crazy, but you got to have a strategy, right? There's been a few times, there's been a few games where I used to, on the video game where I, I could have won a duel if I just played the right card, but it didn't happen, right? It is what it is. So then you get to where I, where the game, and a lot of people have told me where the games went downhill is when you get to, oop, is when you get to Pendulum Monsters. Now, Pendulum Monsters are... Normal summoning monster cards, but you can place them in the trap zones. Okay, well, or now in this case, you have now what's called pendulum zones. Each duelist on each corner of their field gets two pendulum summoning cards. Okay, so that's their pendulum side. Again, just backtracking here for a little bit. If you're a non Yu Gi Oh fan, you have two. You have ten zone. Ten zones total. Okay, five zone for monsters, and five zones for trap and spell. But now, you have two more extra ones for pendulum, for pendulums monsters. Okay, and pendulum monsters actually have two effects. And their card design it looks like a normal monster card, but it has a tad bit of green on the bottom. What'll read on the card? It's pendulum effects. And usually, most pendulum monsters have like two effects, and once you set them, you can pick either effect. It's kind of OP. It's kind of OP and annoying in my opinion, 
but it is what it is, right? So that's pretty good. And then you have what's called a pendulum in between numbers. So you can pendulum summon a monster one through three. All right, you, this is just a basic, that's just basic math with the pendulums, okay? And that's basically how it works. Again, there's some more powerful cards you can play, but you got to go in more depth with the pendulum monsters. I, I personally don't like pendulum, if, in my opinion. It's annoying. It's the way it's set. you got to have the right card in your hand for the effects to work. And if you're not careful, you can pendulum summon right off the bat, and the whole turn can be whacked out of nowhere. And now we get to the well, to the next series, which is the brain cards. Oh my gosh. Man, the brain cards. The brain cards the brain cards are just blue cards. And how they work is you have to have certain link monsters have to have certain levels. And the crazy thing is you can have two two three level rinks cards to rank some a level two ring card and just verse vice versa and the sad part is Yu-Gi-Oh has become so immersed with these combos that you could sacrifice a card it'll have a graveyard effect you know once you take it out of play you put it in its graveyard uh backtracking again for people uh once your monster's destroyed or sacrificed or tribute summoned to create a stronger monster for sense, you go into the graveyard, okay? And so they can pull them out of their graveyard and they can come back and then it's like you just can't they come back and then they do more combos. It's just a combo chain. It's like if you summon one monster on the field, as if that monster's on the field, you can summon a card from your hand. I mean it just becomes like a Wombo combo. Even during the tournament, I had several guys conform like a whole turn. It took like a good solid 20 minutes because they were building on combos. And I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna let you do your thing. I'm just, I'm just gonna wait for my turn. Just, just do your thing. And man, it just the combos, man. They would just kill you. And a lot of like older Yu-Gi-Oh players are saying that these newer decks, they call them these are these now these meta decks. They're just destroying the game. Like you could literally have a a duel over an eight thousand point duel. Okay? It could be done in like three turns if you're not careful. It's just it's just ridiculous. And it takes the fun out of the game. But I try get I digress. <laughs> try digress. I don't even think that's a word, but I digress. So, look, I knew going into the tournament they had cards like that. I was like, dude, it'll be alright. I'll just, I just want to play, I want to get out of the house. What's the worst that could happen? Well, my genius self was like, oh, hey, let me buy a Yu-Gi-Oh! GX deck. Let me buy, more specifically, I bought the Yu-Gi-Oh! Speed decks. Okay? That's a look. Four decks in them. 20 cards, four 20 card decks, cool. Let's try them out for a turn. Let's let's have a little fun. So I walked in there with some Elemental Hero deck, which Elemental Heroes had to play off the top of each other, because again, Yu-Gi-Oh GX was the series that played off of fusion monsters. Well, Elemental Hero monsters are 
okay by themselves, but they really benefit if you have more than one, and if you have that fusion card, and you're able to fusion them. So let me just give you a quick rundown of the deck, of the Elemental Hero cards that I had, because I still have the deck right here in my hand. I never did use, <laughs> I never did use this spell card. It's still on the sleeve, but it's alright. I don't, I didn't walk in there and use it. So out of the Elemental Hero cards, these are all the Elementals that I had. Definitely didn't use you. Oh, I try to use you. Let's see. So, like, I had the spell card, A Hero's Life. That's where you sacrifice some life points to bring an elemental hero to the field. Uh, we'll talk about her in a second. We'll talk about him in a second. Second. Oh, yeah. The fusion monsters. Let me find all my elemental heroes. Let's see here. Gotta find all my elemental heroes. Ah. Here we go. Then I had the other spell card, like Heated of the Heart. Another strong spell card where if you had an elemental hero, you get an attack boost. So it's like the list goes on. Like I had spell cards like that. Heart for the hero of the heart. I didn't really use you. And I had Wing Cream. I had Wing Karibo, which Karibo's all across the board, by the way. Uh, I'd always, you know, my advice, even when I used to play back in the day, keep a Karibo in your deck. Keep a Karibo in your deck. Save your life points. So I had me a Karibo. Ah, here we go. Some old school. Ah, here we go. Here are my heroes. And so, I had Hero's Like. You know, I had a Hero's Life. We'll go ahead and say that. I had a Hero's Life. Which, if I sacrificing half my life points, which brings me an Elemental Hero to literally save me in clutch, which is great to have. And then I had Elemental Hero, Blaze Man, which Blaze Man um, was pretty good in battle. His effect was you can summon a card called Polymerization, which I'll talk about more about that in a minute. I had the OG Elemental Hero Spark Man. One of my personal favorite cards growing up. I had an original copy of him, but sadly in life, he got torn up. Elemental Hero Clay Man. Oh, here's another personal favorite. I had the OG of this one. Elemental Hero Blade Edge, which was cool about a... Uh, Elemental Hero Blade Edge is if he attacked a def defense position monster, he could you could deliver he can deliver five point damage to that monster directly. So he's helpful at times. Uh, <laughs> forgot about little Mer the little healer girl, but uh, she didn't really help. I had Elemental Hero Burst Phoenix, pretty average, but she comes in clutch. She really plays off of Elemental Hero Avion. They create a pretty powerful fusion monster, but he wasn't in this deck. Add hero counterattack. Again, if you destroy an elemental hero, this is a trap card. The trap cards are the purple cards. Hence what they say. They're trap cards. They can help you get out of a sticky situation. Hero counterattack. You know, you destroy a hero monster destroyed. You bring one back. Another clutch one. And then here's another OG card that I had. Was 
the hero signal, which when the monster you control is destroyed by battle and sent to the graveyard, special summon any level 1 or level 4 lower elemental hero. And then you have Hero's Ring, which is like Elemental Hero, Seer, not Elemental Hero Sign, but instead with a Hero Ring, whoever equips this, whatever monster is equipped with this card, because it's a trap card, but it's also an equipped card, it can't be destroyed by battle. Then I had the Righteous, the Righteous Justice, get another great card. It basically does, destroys all spells and trap cards. Equal to the number of elemental heroes I control. So another good one, right? If I had some elemental heroes on the field. Um, Shield Crusher wasn't an elemental hero card, but it's always great to have in the deck. That basically destroys a defensive position monster. If you're somebody like me, I play more, personally, I play more aggressive. I play a more aggressive kind of duel. That kind of deck. So like I go, I usually just go in forward. So any cards that can help me destroy a defense position monster right off the bat, oh man, I'm going for it. Now I had Skyscraper too, which kind of plays into effect that I can bring back a Elemental Hero and things like that. Skyscraper two is okay, but I prefer Skyscraper one, where you can banish three Elemental Heroes during your first standby phase, and then by the second standby phase of your next turn. You can bring in a fusion monster because you already banished the material used to fusion a stronger elemental hero. Double summoning, that's a good one. Fifth hero basically brings in all the other heroes back from the graveyard. One last big hoorah. Highly recommend it. Add it to your deck if you're a big hero fan like me. Uh, let's see. Boom. Double summoning needs to go up front. Then I had Elemental Hero Bubble Man. Bubble Man, in my opinion, uh, he he's good fusion material for a stronger monster. But by himself, meh. Don't care for him. And then you have my personal favorite, Elemental Hero Wild Heart. One thing I like about Wild Heart, yeah, he's not a very strong monster. He's pretty mid. But he's not affected by trap cards. So if your opponent tries to get you with a trap, trap card, which some... Some of my old, if somebody out there that's a big old fan, you know, Trap Hole or Mirror Force tries to get you, huh, doesn't affect them. So it's like you can't destroy them with traps. So it's a pretty good card. And then I lucked out pretty good with this deck. This is, again, if you're trying to get back into it or you're just trying to play for fun, too, these speed deck box sets are pretty good because I also had Goddess with a Third Eye. And she can, if she's playing, she, her special ability is. Thanks to her effect, she can be fusion material for a monster. So if you're somebody like me that's heavy on elemental heroes, and of course elemental heroes are, again, stronger together, she makes a good supplement. And so, that being said, I had some great fusion monsters. I had elemental hero Morena, which he's good about destroying traps. I had Elemental Hero Nova Master. Uh, he destroyed. If he destroys any monster in battle, he can. You draw a card, so he tries to help you. Um, Elemental Hero uh, Necro Shaman. He's he's pretty mid, but his special effect is 
Uh, let's see. It must be fusion summon. If this card is special summon, target one monster your opponent controls. Destroy. Yeah, he's pretty. I mean, he's pretty mo mediocre card. You know, nineteen hundred attack, eighteen hundred defense. But as soon as you summon him, you have an opponent's monster that's kind of getting on your nerves. He can be out of here. I uh, had another good one. Yeah, here's another good one. Elemental Hero, Wild Wingman. You know, you can discard one card, then target one spell card on the spell or trap card on the field and destroy them. Again, he's another mediocre card. But, you know, if you're stuck in that situation where you need a clutch, he's coming in clutch. And then my two favorite, Elemental Hero Tempest. You know, pretty strong card. Uh, you can send one other card. You know, his special effect is... You can send one other card you control to the graveyard and then target one monster you control. While this card is face up on the field, that monster cannot be destroyed by battle. So again, if you're trying to fusion summon more monsters and you have one of the material on the field and you're waiting to get that other one in your hand, that's a great card to have. And then I have my all-time personal favorite. I actually had this guy back in the day. is Elemental Hero uh, Electrium. And he's basically, you know, he's OP. He's a th you need three monsters three elemental heroes to fusion summon him but he's one of the strongest monsters in the game or he was about at the time uh one thing good about him that he becomes the attribute of wind water fire and earth when this card is fusion summon banish all cards into your deck gains oh shuffle all banished cards into your deck so if you have banished cards which again this gains the plant gains an effect when you have skyscraper one he gains 300 attack points for each material so again, a pretty good deck on the hero sides by itself. And another way you can use is the OG card polymerization. Now what I hate is with this speed deck, you only had one copy of polymerization. So I was relying heavily on one card. And boy, let me tell you. I did not did not draw. <laughs> I did not draw polymerization at all. In all six games that I played, I did not win at all. It was, and here's the scary part. Not only were all my opponents up to date, not only were they using up to date quote unquote meta decks, and I'm over here with my old school deck, I'm like, man, I'll be fine. What's the worst that could happen? Bro, the worst thing that could happen, all my hands, I drew. My first game, I drew nothing but the all spell cards. Because not only did I stack this deck with elemental hero cards, I also stacked them with another hero's deck that relied heavily on water monsters. And I thought, okay, well, I'll rely on these water monsters to be a backup to help me stay, stay of effect with the. until I can get a strong hero deck in my hand. Boy, it did not help at all when i'm telling you i got destroyed in like three turns i got destroyed in three turns and so we were in a round robin tournament so first deck first duel i knew i had a bad hand the combos were killing me couldn't survive i said all right i drew a bad hand it happened so i lost the first round shelf the deck all right here we go into defense position still had a bad hand again Little bit spells, but I had Elemental Hero Clayman. I was like, all right, Clayman's got 2,000 attack. He's not going to have a 2,000 plus monster right off the bat. Put him in defense mode. Yeah, I was wrong. 
Did it hit me with a combo. I had a rain monster. Was able to summon a rain monster. Rain monster. Was able to banish Clayman. Wiped me out. And it was just... And that was the scary part. I was like, alright, first, first duel. Man, it happens, right? And so... But it just kept happening. Constantly, constantly. It was just a nightmare. When I had a good monster hand, I was like, man, I got monsters in my hand. Alright. And, you know, I had... Had him going, had him going, but I could never draw the polymerization. Now I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh man, this guy's wiping the floor with me. I just need polymerization. Give me polymerization. Come on, come on, come on. Man, and guess where polymerization was every time we would shuffle the deck? Polymerization was near at the bottom of the deck, because every time the game's over, I'm like, what? Where? Let me see where these monsters were that I need them. They would be halfway down the deck, or near the end of the deck. I'm like, hmm. Today? It's not my day, but hey, scary experience. I came and did last, so it didn't win anything. I, I really don't care, but it was a scary experience. But hey, I'm gonna be, I'm still gonna go out and compete whenever there's another tournament. I'm gonna go out and compete. I'm gonna slowly get back into Yu Gi Oh! And uh, if you guys want me to vlog, if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you want me to vlog some of it, I might start vlogging some of these uh cards that I get because apparently. Uh, a lot of people like to vlog these booster packs or structured pack opening. I'll do it over at the YouTube channel. So check it out over at the YouTube channel at Random Hour Incorporated. And I'll do uh, another update the next time I go into the tournament for another monthly episode. So hey, maybe we'll start doing some Yu-Gi-Oh! content over at Random Hour. I mean at Random Incorporated over on YouTube. And uh, and uh, so yeah, that'll do it for today's episode. Don't forget to check out Popcorn Buckets, the movie podcast we do every Sunday of the month. And don't forget to do, and don't forget the random hour, which posts the first Sunday every month, which you never know what wacky things we get in there. So, hey, thank you for checking out. Oh, like I said, this is coming out in October. You guys have a happy and safe Halloween. I will see you guys for the November episode.